What is up, Cycling Oklahoma? Thank you so much for joining in for another episode. This is a good one, and this one kind of came about uh, pretty quickly, and uh, once you hear it, you'll understand why. But uh, if you are in Oklahoma and you like riding gravel, then this is a perfect episode for you. Um, Over the past couple of years, we have an amazing grassroots series that's popped up and had great success and you know rave reviews called the g3 gravel series and they have done an absolute amazing job when i say they it's ray and all of his team um you can go back and listen to our previous episode about how the history of the g3 series came about and how it all got started and and kind of the mindset and thinking behind it but this episode uh we talk about the new exciting changes for this year so there's some timelines that we really wanted to get this episode out to you so make sure if you are listening um to this episode in due time there are some price hikes and some key information that you want to listen to in this episode so um in middle of august will be the the price discounts go away and signing up for all three races goes away. So you definitely need to get on the G3 website and get signed up for the races. We go in, we listen and talk to the, to the three race promoters here and kind of hear a little bit about the courses that you can expect, kind of what's coming up for the Tecumseh ride, um, for the Tulsa ride and for the Guthrie ride. So we get into a little bit of course preview ish. Um, Some of those details are going to keep secret until day of just because it makes it more exciting. But uh, I think everyone that likes gravel is going to really enjoy this episode. You're going to get a little bit of a sneak peek of what's to come. And I cannot encourage you enough to go and sign up for these races. Even if you think it's a 50-50 chance that you might do the event, just sign up for it. It doesn't cost very much. It supports an amazing uh, series. It doing races like this and and signing up and promoting races like this definitely helps our local scene. It helps more races come about and it helps support and continue the growth and development of the races and events that we have. Um, I can't say enough amazing things about these three guys. Um, they were, they were very kind with their time to come in and sit down and talk about the cool stuff that they have planned for this fall gravel season. And I think it's a great way to kick off the fall and uh, get some people out there and riding gravel. They have a really cool um, initiative and events going for the women to help promote women's cycling, which is really cool and something that not every organization is doing. So this is a, is a cool thing. They are also offering a little bit different um, distances this year, which is something they have not done in the past. So there's lots of good stuff in here. I don't want to give it all away in the intro. I want you to listen to the episode and uh, take away all these good little nuggets for the G3 series. But please go sign up for that. Um, Get out, support it. If you're not a racer or a rider, I think you can still come to these events and enjoy your day. And you will hear why, because there's a lot of extra stuff going on around the events this year. So please come check out the events get on to the g3 instagram page and that will connect you to the other events and the races and their instagram pages and their websites to sign up so um, highly encourage you to do the entire series if you can't pick one pick two come out enjoy it uh, support it and get involved with the local gravel scene because it's exploding here in oklahoma i think it's kind of where gravel kind of started this part of the country. So we need to support these grassroots efforts and and continue the growth of the sport. So thank you so much for joining in. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's a little bit of a different one, uh, but I love talking to race promoters. They do not get enough praise and glory for all the hard work that they do behind the scenes to pull off these crazy events for us to go enjoy. So get out and support them. And uh, thank you guys so much from the G3 series sitting down and, and talking. So 
Don't forget to subscribe to the episodes. Um, pass it on to some friends. If you have some ideas for episodes, please let me know. But thanks again for joining in. let you guys introduce yourself this is going to become a little bit of a different episode event oriented episode which i think is going to be good so ray go ahead ray trammell and i am the promoter for the g3 series finale uh in guthrie john Earhart, promoter for the pot county punisher in tecumseh september 17 nick penrod uh, promoter for the Fat Tires on the Prairie in Powhuska, Oklahoma. Keep that because I want to ask you just to start this off. How'd you guys come up with your names for your events? Uh, so our name came about one of our big sponsors for the team is uh, Fat Tire Beer uh, by New Belgium in uh, Colorado. And uh, we kind of ran with that. And Powhuska has the Tall Grass Prairie up there so we kind of knocked it around and played with it and came up since gravel bikes have fatter tires than road bikes it kind of played into the theme that we had all worked together john how'd you guys come up with yours one of my friends and i'm not going to name names because it would probably embarrass him but he told me that doing my gravel rides in pot county is like punishment okay (laughs) and cussed me out for that so those two kind of go hand in hand i like it you got anything clever with yours? Uh, just the no, G3? we all know mine was three races and mm-hmm. got three currently rebranding mm-hmm. uh, after this. Yeah, let's talk about that. Change. So this year, would, so last year was the first year for G3, second. second year, and it was a huge success. Like everybody that I've talked to loves it. Yeah. I've not heard a bad thing about it. Then um, this year you kind of threw a curveball at everybody. So what, uh, what was the idea of changing things up? So, because it was the second year and because we're running three races out of such a small area, I had had this nightmare that it was going to happen, and it finally happened on the third race. So, uh, someone asked me if I was going to change the courses. Mm. I thought I had mixed up the courses enough to keep everyone interested. Um, so, that was like the ultimate cringe for me, like as a course designer, I it it was something I knew was coming. I just didn't know it would come after two years of racing. So this was always like the grander scheme was something like this. I didn't know okay. what it would look like. We still don't necessarily know what it'll look like, but it was always the plan to kind of branch out. So I was... And to ch- kind of change it up and kind of have a variety. Yeah. that I don't know who said that to me. I really don't mm-hmm. even remember, but whoever did kind of expedited the process because I didn't... I didn't want it to get repetitive. Right. And I knew that eventually it would. So. Right. So maybe it's a little bit sooner than, than you were expecting. Sooner, but I didn't mind. I didn't, yeah. I don't, I didn't feel rushed. I had a while to like seek guys out that might be interested. So I, I think everything's happening really well. Has it been enjoyable to not be the one like tackling three events I all at one time? I tell you <laughs> how enjoyable it's been. <laughs> this is the best thing so far, huh? John text. We have a group text and said something about, possibly maybe doing each other's events or volunteering and i was like i am racing in your guys events like perfect I couldn't be more excited uh-huh. you finally to, like, get to do your pay you guys money uh-huh. to do your events that's so. perfect so did you when you had this idea did, was it you want to just kind of let the 
other promoters do completely their own thing and kind of just let them run with it and kind of their own ideas? Or do you guys kind of all come together as like mastermind program and just kind of, well, I use mastermind loosely. Let me be clear about that. But did you guys come together and be like, this is our vision. Let's work on this together. Or is it kind of like you found promoters like, Hey, do your thing. So a little bit of both, like they have supported the series since it started. So it was very much like I kind of trusted and valued their opinion. I didn't want to micromanage them at all, but we also needed some kind of standard and metric for racers to know what to expect week after week. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm doing it, they know what they're going to see every week. Okay. So we had to agree on some things and, and we, we voted on some things and I lost some votes. Um, it very much became an R thing, but also, like I said, they understood like mm-hmm. they've both raced them. So yeah, they, they knew what I'm going for in general. Well, I think people kind of, they can go back and listen to a couple of episodes that we had with yes. you and talk and in times we've talked and kind of just uh, got a little bit of your background. Yeah. John, let's jump in. Yours is race number one on the calendar and I had my notes and then it, I dropped them. So your race is on September 17th in Tecumseh. Um, <clears throat> before we get into talking about race details and course and all that kind of stuff, give everybody a quick background on you of how you got into cycling. I mean, you told me you just got back from Bentonville. Um, clearly you like the mountain bike. We were talking Colorado riding before this. So, um, is gravel or mountain biking your thing and kind of how did you get going in all this? I have done a little bit of everything. I started out on the road, but have not raced road extensively in quite a few years. Um, I probably get my best results in cross country, but I think gravel is really the one I, I like the most. I just like the feeling of being out there in the boonies and mile after mile of road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been riding since I was like a middle schooler. Mm, nice. So it's, uh, I'm 53 years old. You can do the math on that. Um, so I got a pretty deep background in this. How long, uh, how long you been racing? I started in college. So oh, okay. I would have been in the early nineties. Okay. Um, and then, have you kind of transitioned to where you do a lot of gravel racing now, or are you just kind of like whatever comes up, you guys go and you go and do? I haven't raced much this year. I haven't raced since January mm. when you and I raced mm-hmm. against each other in that endurance race. Uh, I've just been slacking on it this year, <laughs> but usually I kind of was pretty even on cross country and, and gravel. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so let's talk about, are you from the Tecumseh area? No, I'm originally from Illinois. Uh, I've lived in Oklahoma for 17 years. Okay. Rhonda and I live in Norman. Gotcha. So how in the world did you decide to put your event in Tecumseh? Norman is in Cleveland County, which has almost no gravel. Yeah. And so uh, Pottawatomie County is where we often go to find the gravel. It's Mm -hmm. about a 30-minute drive. and. Mm -hmm been all over that county and just loved it and i thought it would be perfect and it's some good fast gravel because we've actually got to experience a little bit of it in the past what like two years with the the gravel growler was it the two years that's been out there now i think oh uh, craig like, did it he's been doing that for but it wasn't shawnee area five years it was in shawnee yeah. and then they moved yeah. it to seminole seminole yeah so kind of that's the kind of the only thing that's been out in that area but it seems like it's been a huge success and everybody always likes that gravel out there i've never ridden in that part it's very fast it's nothing like guthrie Mm. guthrie has a lot of dirt yeah um really rough conditions and challenging roads this is more wide open and just super fast that the real challenge to it is extreme elevation i expect to give you guys about four thousand feet nice in 100k 
So we're looking roughly 62-ish miles, around 4,000 feet of climbing. So you're pretty much all, pretty much going up or down almost the whole time. It's going to feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Have you already been out and ridden the course? Have you guys ridden the course yet? I think I have the course nailed down. I, okay. I have a couple of options, but um, uh, took my buddy Jason out the other day and showed him some stuff, and he said, Johnny boy, this is the, the best route you've ever made, and that may have sealed it right there. Nice. So, so you got a good idea where it's going to be now. Yeah, cool. I think so. And then, um, so you're se- September 17th, but there's other events and things going on around your race as well, right? Right. Uh, the whole week before is a, a festival called Frontier Days okay. that the city does every year. In Tecumseh? In Tecumseh, okay. and it culminates on the 17th, and they're going to have live music and contests and food trucks and uh, pageants and parades, and we are starting and finishing right on Broadway. Oh, nice. In Tecumseh, which is the epicenter of Frontier Days, and it's also the street where Spoklahoma mm is located now so okay. we'll be right down there in craig mcintyre's nice backyard so it's gonna be a whole the whole town's gonna be out for this thing it'll be a shindig <laughs> nice well i we kind of talked about this a little bit before um last year um g3 had there was always something a little crazy going on inside the each um some people loved it some people didn't like it i loved it i love i mean i mean the rule of three has become super famous and popular because of throwing a curveball at people. Do you guys having it? Are y'all having any curveballs in any of your courses this year? Or is it pretty much just straight up like come and get it? It's just a true gravel race. I'm not certain yet. Okay. I had a section of road that would have made you all hate me. (laughs) It was rough and had a a sand trap in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I may have to ditch that one because there is a dog in there who was so aggressive that I, I think he literally tried to bite my truck oh my gosh. Uh, he, he was that crazy and i don't know if i want to subject people to that but yeah i'm looking okay. so if i can find something weird i'll i'll, I'll give it to okay you. so anybody rides in the tecumseh area and has something that could spice things up a little bit reach out yeah yeah all right okay cool um all right, Nick, you ready to talk a little bit about about you and about your course? Let's give everybody a little bit of a background on your racing. All right. Uh, so I started racing actually in riding as an adult, I guess, uh, eight, eight and a half years ago. Uh, progressed through the ranks racing road. Um, I'm now a cat two. I uh, just turned 40, so now doing some master races. Mm-hmm. Um, How did it feel the first time you got that email or got that? you're a masters now oh my team let me know <laughs> I'm, the, yeah. I'm the second one yeah. to be yeah. masters age it's so. a little offensive and a little like okay nice hey it, it's a relief <laughs> yeah yeah <I laughs> not bet. having to stay with the the p12 races all the that's time that's true now. story uh so anyway so started racing that um got to where i was getting bored in the winter uh gravel bikes started coming around and I bought a Cannondale slate just to ride gravel roads. And then all of a sudden, a year later, they started racing gravel. Um, so I raced that for a while. And I've done both the G3s. And I've kind of been peppered all over the podium of the men's open. Um, so did that 
been doing rule of three. We uh, won the team competition this this year. Nice. So got a little bit of racing background. So are you still primarily racing road and just kind of sprinkling in the gravel for fun? Um, or have you, have you gotten the bug and you're kind of like liking gravel and sprinkling in the road? You know, I no, I think I still sprinkle in the gravel. Mm-hmm. Like right now, we're racing Masters Nationals this weekend. Where's uh, that at? In Albuquerque. Okay. So I'm about sick and tired of my road bike, <laughs> yeah. and I'm so ready to get this over with uh-huh. and switch to the so close. Tires. Yeah. So close. So since wait, training for that, have you been able to ride gravel much? I haven't ridden gravel since Rule of Three. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so how did you become a promoter of an event? Like how, how did this come about with you? So we've been, we've done a couple of years uh, putting on a race at a uh, Hayburn Lake, which is out around Kellyville, um, Highway 33 and Turner Turnpike. Okay. Um, and we've had bad luck with weather. Mm. It's rained like three inches the day before both time, <laughs> both years. Um, so anyway, but, uh, Ray hit me up, uh, cause I've ridden all of them and, you know, we've chatted quite a bit, hit me up and asked if we'd be interested in doing something up in Eastern Oklahoma. And we were like, well, yeah, cause we already kind of had something in the works. Uh, so we already had like our logo and had a lot of stuff kind of set. So we just kind of pivoted a little bit to add it into the, the G3 series. Um, and us being a pretty young team, you know, we're finishing our second year. And what team are you with? Uh, Cura Racing. Cura Racing, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and we, we put races on, mainly we donate all of our profits to Cura for the World. Okay, um, what is that? So it's a nonprofit free health care. Okay. Uh, they provide, they have a clinic in Sepulpa. Uh, and then they have clinics in Africa uh, and South America. Interesting. Uh, okay. So, yeah. They, so, how did you guys get hooked? Up? How did they become like, the kind of your title sponsor of the like of the team and of the event? Uh, so, one of our our team manager, I guess, uh, is a home builder. And he built a house for the uh, head doctor. Oh, okay. Uh, TJ. So, and TJ hit us up and wanted to get the name out there uh cura and cura for the world and asked if you know we wanted to do a team mm, cool and everything just kind of lined up at the right time to to make it happen um and it's been good with uh covid they haven't been able to do their galas uh where they bring in you know 90 percent of their money because it's all privately funded gotcha uh so this has kind of been a way to get the name out there um try to make people aware and if we can make some money doing some races and donate back then nice uh, we're doing good so will this be the, this the first race you guys have put on so we've done two smaller races okay. um with bad luck with weather uh, yeah two, okay so this will but be they're both our, gravel events yep okay yep um so this will be our first big race and your your race is on october the 15th so yours is the second event second event okay yep. so had you got the course lined out and ready to roll we have none of it lined out <laughs> or ready to roll um <laughs> we have a course mapped out on ride with gps okay um 
with all the racing that's been going on with road, we haven't had time to get up there. Uh, that's on our schedule for the next week. Okay. Two weeks out. Um, but our race will start in downtown Pawhuska. Um, how far is that from Tulsa? It's about an hour. Okay. Maybe a little less. Okay. So it's, it's not bad. It's North. Um, but, uh, it's a nice little town. They just got done filming a movie there. Yeah. At the uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Pioneer Woman is there. Okay. So we'll so be something for everyone. Yeah, we'll bring be, the whole family. Yeah, everybody's we'll be got right something. down the street probably from her little cafe and stuff. And uh, we've eaten there before. It's good home cooking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's got all the butter. It's it's pretty great. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'll be perfect for have. If so, if you have friends or family that's coming with you, they got something to do while you're out riding yeah. the countryside. Yeah, there's some pizza joints and there's a lot of little cool crafty old time stuff yeah. there. Nice. Um, and even you know if the wife was there taking kids or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, there's tall grass prairie just up the road. See buffalo and wild stallions and that's all cool. kinds of stuff. What a nice little bonus for both of the events to have stuff for family to go do while somebody's out racing yeah. you know mom or dad whoever's out racing somebody else can take the kids or go kill some time doing some cool stuff that's awesome yeah it's great too because you know our races here in the series are only about 100k mm-hmm. so you kind of get them done and over with three that's hours perfect. three and a half yeah that's so, a nice bonus well yeah we'll just call it amazing planning by the three of you guys so well done guys or pure luck. One of the one of the two. We're not gonna Yeah, exactly. Brilliant mastermind group here. Um so you guys are gonna be around the sixty ish mile mark as well? Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in that area. Yeah, we're gonna try to keep them all, I think, about the same. Okay. What's the elevation like up there? Uh it can be I mean it's flatter, but it is rolling. Okay. Um I don't recall off the top of my head what our projected mm-hmm. uh route has for elevation. I would guess probably 3,000 or okay. so. So the first one's probably going to be the hilliest of the three. Okay. Uh, what's the gravel like up there? I've never ridden up there. So the gravel is fast. Okay. It's packed in, um, and it's not chunky at all, really. Okay. So it's uh, it's pretty great. Um, and one thing that'll be a little different is we have gotten access to the Drummond Ranch, Um not re and lad as of right now, but um getting her drumming. Uh-huh. And people may recognize the name. He's one of the representatives, mm-hmm. I think, for Attorney General. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll be voting on in November. But uh he's been nice enough to give us access and we have roughly twenty five thousand acres. <laughs> wow. So um I'd probably guess eighty percent will be on private land oh nice uh there could be a lot of double track cool a lot of single track cool um feed roads uh hopefully um our public access or the public gravel will just be to get us to the next typically locked gate nice so so minimal traffic like it's just going to be Hopefully, Beautiful, open the only, range. Uh, traffic jams will be cows <laughs> crossing awesome. or something. So nice, and that's what's nice about Osage County is it's there's a lot of free range. 
Uh, so you could go up there and ride roads and you could be riding beside, you know, a herd of wild Mustang or just cows, or you might see a Buffalo. That's awesome. So it's kind of, kind of the wild West up there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It's a lot different. Yeah. I did a ride like that one time down at, uh, Mount Scott area and we just kind of mapped it and went and did it. And that was real sketch the first time. Like when you come up on some cows, just kind of standing there next to the road, you're like, do we go past? Do we like not or whatever? And then there's no fences. So you feel like you're on people's private land. Like you're going under their gates and they don't care. And yeah, it's super cool though. It's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. So what they've told us about the, uh, the acreage that we have access to is, you know, it's open prairie to, uh, cliffs with, you know, creeks running to, tall trees forest like like there's just all kinds so make sure it your goes, gopro's charged and your camera on your cell phone's ready it, to roll it could be really okay. good vistas nice yep. nice cool um all right let's get into the the finale what's the what's the guthrie uh event going to be like this year um, what your your event's november 5th that's november the final 5th, event the finale okay. um typical g3 shenanigans um i'm not trying to reinvent the wheel i have recruited um better party people for the post ride i luke short our local (laughs) shram rep who if you know is a walking talking party uh gonna kind of help out with that uh lively beer works will be there um so yeah i've uh i'm somewhere in between john and nick with course planning okay (laughs) waiting on a few uh it's going to be changed up from the courses that they've done in the past yes it will be completely different Uh Um, i mean at some point you only have so many roads and coming in and out of guthrie well and the problem in logan county is you losing them well you know the county turns them over to private i've lost in the three years i've lost several miles that i wanted to Uh, and last year was one of those where i didn't realize i had lost a road until I went out to double check my file, which I always do, and I was like, "There's a gate here." Oh no, gotcha. So, um, so yeah. got Guthrie riding. If people haven't done, which um, it's more sandy, more dirt, rocky, that red, the red rock yeah. type stuff, where you can kind of send it off if you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are you going to have any fun and little adventures in your courses? Like uh, I'm hoping your I trademarks in the past. Like I said, I've got a few. Uh, feelers out to uh, try and get some of that stuff back mm-hmm. um, we'll see how that goes uh, I did want to say about Nick's elevation the last time I rode in that area was for native lands and it was 100 miles when we got done it was like 35k in climbing but it felt like 8 so I don't, I don't know. They might not, he might tell you there's not that much elevation, but I promise you it feels like there's elevation. There was 3,500, and you felt like there was 8,000. Yeah, I don't know how uh-huh. uh, Tanner had done it, but uh, it was. <laughs> I, I'd sworn we did bigger climbs that day uh, uh-huh. that maybe didn't register. Um, and I'm someone that likes to climb, so oh. you know it doesn't scare me any, but I feel like he was being a little, a little sandbagging a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I think he's just trying to sucker. He's doing the old bait and switch. Yeah, he's doing the, oh, this one will be oh, a fast, fast super Definitely fast. Definitely do mine. There'll yeah. be no climbing whatsoever. Great gravel, great pictures. Yeah, it's wonderful. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, butterflies and rainbows. Uh-huh. They, um, is there an overall point series or is it each race individually? Like, is there an overall winner? Like, how is all that stuff working? We've decided to keep kind of the Omni time okay. that we did. That was a lot of fun. Um, so it's going to be time-based. Yes. Okay. So the combination of the three events. Um, so anything can happen. So, yeah, by the time you're coming into my event, you, you know where you stand. Um, okay. So there's... That's a lot of that was a lot more fun. I thought you guys did it both years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the points was a little confusing. I was trying to use like the tour de dirt mountain bike system. Just more crap to take care of. Yeah, time is just cut and dry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't. You just need your own information. You know, mm-hmm. you can look at bike reg and see the results or whatever. Yeah. So um, overall series winners, anything big and crazy and fancy so we're doing a significant portion of the registration we'll go to pay them directly so our our already low prices mm-hmm. are pretty much just going to pay your fellow racers okay um some of the things i got outvoted on was mm-hmm. uh something we talked about last time the fondo mm-hmm. so we'll have a fun ride around 30 to 35 miles okay. fully supported for those that are still you know, scared to bite this. So that will off. be at all three events. You'll have a shorter event. Yes. Nice. Okay. Um, so that was one of the, one of the newer things this year. We're, mm-hmm. uh, all working on increasing our women's field pretty hard. So okay. we've got some group rides organized for women. Cool. Only women have, are planning the route for the next one. Women are leading the groups, different pace groups to get, uh, and we're going to be doing that at all events as well. Okay, cool. Uh, we're, yeah, we're leading that one up to the week before John's event, actually, will be the last organized group ride. I So to backtrack a little bit, part of me reaching out to Nick was I really, Tulsa's been super supportive, and I wanted to pay them back by having making sure there was a race in that area. So. I think it's great that we have a race in Tulsa area. I've never gone up there and done gravel, so it's going to be a nice one for me to get out and kind of do something different as well. Plus, yeah. it'll be good for get more Oklahoma City people up in that area. Yeah, and they've every bit of half of my field has been Tulsa people yeah. over the years. So. Yeah, Tulsa always has a, such a strong showing. It's just usually doesn't go the other direction as as easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I, we wanted to do like try to get a, a women's ride organized up there. Unfortunately, I only so many days in the week and right. and haven't been able to do that yet. But um, something we didn't mention when John spoke, I'll let John tell you this because it's pretty big news uh, about. I've been working to try to increase the uh, the parity and the purses. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the problems we have is that uh, with fewer females registering, there's not as much prize money. And uh, my, my good friend, uh, Dr. Marcus Smith at Marcus Smith Realty, donated $1,000 to contribute to the purse. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, so, that's uh, huge. He's a, he's a great guy. And I actually went to him just asking – Hey, do you know any uh, female entrepreneurs in the real estate business that mm. you could put me into contact with? And he said, "Yeah, I'll work on that." But meanwhile, I want to write you a check. So wow, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, he's he's great. So you're going to do full payback? Is it just going to be a, like overall male one two three, overall female one two three? Like, what are the categories that you guys are going to have? We have ten year age groups. Okay, nice. Um, and and gender separated too so, okay yeah. cool that's nice and then just open age group get after it that's right cool simple yeah. enough 
I like that grassroots and makes it simple and clean. And that would be the overall series will be the same for the age groups. And okay, cool. Um, and then for the Tulsa race, you guys, is it, how big is it? Cause I'm very unfamiliar with the Tulsa scene. How big is the gravel scene in Tulsa? Cause gravel in Oklahoma city area has like really taken over. Cause outside of the Wheeler crits, there's really nothing else around here um, that goes on, but the gravel rides are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger in this part of the state. Yeah. In Tulsa, we have a, I mean, there's a bunch of people, uh, that do gravel rides throughout the summer still. Um, most of us, because a lot of the gravel guys in Tulsa do race road bikes. Mm -hmm. Um, we do a lot more gravel through the, through the winter. Yeah. It's more like a cross training in the winter. September, October. Mm -hmm. Uh, we end up holding, um, gravel rides like every Sunday through the winter, as long as the weather's, Mm -hmm relatively decent yeah um and i i move those around like sometimes we leave out of hectorville sometimes beg sometimes we go to hayburn um so and we do like 60 miles on sundays okay but uh no the gravel scene up there is pretty good i mean we can have 30 to 40 people on that ride on sundays that's awesome so wow nice um, but yeah it's pretty big so let's talk uh Let's just start with you since you got the mic. Let's talk uh, setup for, because that's what everybody's going to ask and how, you know, like the gravel. You guys all said it's fast and good, but as far as getting into, because if you've ever ridden gravel, it's so different in every different place, in every place that you go of like what kind of, how big a tire should you be running? Like what's going to be kind of like the ideal setup. Um, So starting with the um, Tulsa race, you say it's fast. Is it going to be like, you can run 37s and be totally fine or is it something where like you probably should be going in the 40 42 area i'm gonna say right now that you could probably do 35 to 38s okay now if we get into it on some of this private land and uh it's a little gnarlier than i think it is Mm -hmm. um we might need to go bigger Mm -hmm. and we could (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm honestly not real sure because we have not been nailed it. Yeah. 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 I've, I've talked to the uh, ranch manager last week and we're going to be getting with him and going through some areas and stuff. So we'll start to get that pinned down. Um, but chances are you should be fine with kind of what you're already riding. Yeah. It's not going to be anything like Northwest Arkansas where you're going to want. 42 plus right. tires. The biggest because, you can get on your yeah. bike. Yeah. Okay. No, nah, this is going to be pretty mellow. Um, Tulsa gravel is really gravel. There's not much sand. There's not much big chunk stuff. It's okay. um, kind of just, just normal. your normal gravel. And okay. most of it is rutted in where there's two lines mm-hmm. down all the roads. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay. Uh, what about the Tecumseh race? What are we looking at? Uh, tire, ideal tire choice there. I have ridden everything out there on a 35. Okay. And was okay. Um, I think the guys who are really, really racing will probably be on 40 or less. Okay. I am currently running 38s and am thinking about putting a 43 or 45 on there just because it's been so dry. Uh, 
that it's uncommonly loose. Mm. It's usually fairly packed, but mm-hmm. it's it's been a little sketchier this summer just because of the drought conditions and uh, just make the ride a little more comfortable and confidence inspiring. But <laughs> honestly, I mean, I think if you could you could do fine on anything between thirty five and forty five. Okay, and gearing, I have a one to one ratio. I run a double in the front. I have a 34-34 combo, and I don't ever use it. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not so much steep hills, just lots of long, just more of just rollers right after another. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, they may be nothing to Nick, and uh-huh. they may be something to somebody else. Right. To me, they're kind of in between. There's so. nothing that's going to be like 20%. Like No, it's, it's not like Bentonville. Yeah. Yeah. Or what's, uh, what is it in uh, mid South, the big climb that he had that one brethren Hill or whatever it was, nothing that just pops out of nowhere like that. No. Okay. Gotcha. What about, uh, what about Guthrie equipment setup? I would say 38 or bigger. If I get a hold of everything I want to get a hold of, um, yeah, nothing. I wouldn't race it smaller than 38, but depending on your bike handling skills and your back, you might get away with a 35. I don't know. <laughs> That's always scary when someone says, and you're back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Uh, I was thinking 38s or 40s because of sand, but that's a different, uh, talk about foreshadowing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Suspension stems and, uh, forks may not be a bad option. Uh, yeah. I like I said, if I get a hold of everything, bring your we'll skills. See. Okay. We'll That'd be a great, uh, a great one to finish up on. Um, is there anything that, um, who are your sponsors of the, of the events? Do you have any lively beer is a big one. Shram clearly stepped up and is part of it. I'm guessing. Yes. Since Luke, Luke's involved. I think is going to support all three races. I don't okay. know if they've uh, connected yet, but when okay. I last spoke to him, that was the plan. Okay. Uh, lively sponsoring my, the finale for me. Okay. Uh, Wheeler dealer is our shop sponsor this year and they've been huge. I can't wait for you guys to see some of the stuff that we're going to do together. Got some good swag this year. Uh, not swag. We got some good trophies. Coming. Oh, yeah, cool. We try to keep kind of the swag. That's how you keep the cost down. Yeah. Um, what is the cost for the events? Uh, so opening day right now, these low, low prices are about 45 each event. Okay. And to note on that, we are releasing this podcast, hopefully on the third, um, on the 18th, there's a price increase, correct? Yes. The 18th. Uh, the of opportunity of August, the opportunity to register for all three at the same time and avoid individual bike reg charges and, uh, scheduled increases in John's race case. Okay. Um, that all goes away the 18th, okay. so 18th John's race will start increasing. Every so right now weeks. you can get in for 45 bucks for all of them and one, uh, each race. Yeah. yeah. 45 bucks for each race. Okay. And then on the 18th, the first race goes up to what do we know? 55. Yeah. Okay. And then as it gets closer, we'll have another price increase as it gets closer. Two weeks later, right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. We, we don't ever really try to go over 60. It used to be, but with inflation, right? We've raised it to 65. Yeah, so makes sense. Uh, we try to keep them relatively affordable. Right. Um, yeah. So get in in the next two weeks and save yourself a ton of money. Yes, uh, absolutely. Cause I bike reg tax on who knows what each right. time you register. So. Yeah. So that all the races are the exact same price. Yes. Okay. And then, um, do you know when the Tulsa race, the Pawhuska race will have a price increase? Do you know off the top of your head? I do. Okay. Cause that race is the October 15th. So probably maybe middle of September ish. Yeah. I think we have it where it's, 
around a yeah, month out. Four okay. weeks out is the first price increase, okay. and then two weeks out is the second. And what's the latest anyone can sign up for the races? You guys having race day registration, or is it going to be shut off? Like Thursday at seven p.m. <laughs> before the race. Okay, Thursday seven p.m. before the race, we're shut down. No more. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good. I'm glad you guys aren't doing race day registration for your own sanity, at least up front. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then if anything changes on that, where is it that they need to stay in touch with you guys and get more information as we go through this process of getting closer to race day? Uh, so we're all over the usual social media, Instagram, Facebook, okay. uh, because I've been around longer. My platform's a little bigger, but mm-hmm. I've been connecting all of theirs mm-hmm. uh, so they can get all the links to all the races under the g3 yeah, umbrella if, if you can't find the pot county pot county punisher or uh-huh. uh fat tires on the prairie just go to the old g3 page and, and they can get all the information and get splattered over. everywhere yeah, I, get I, to I, the individual yeah okay good um all right is there anything else you want to add to this uh, back to the women's ride, I did want to thank yeah. Karen Christensen and jennifer white uh rhonda Earhart, my wife abby um Julia Beckel, Stacy Patton have all kind of helped and are continuing to help. It's a powerful group that. of ladies. Yeah. So, um, so I, I what didn't are get they? To shout them out before I passed it over to John. <laughs> and yeah. also, Capital Co op is running the same special they ran last year. So, 10% of their maintenance from, I think, a week before John's race all the way to the end of my race this time. So, instead of one week, 10% of their maintenance will be donated to the women's purse as well. That's awesome. Which between John's uh, pledge and then uh, Chad's pledge at Capital, mm-hmm. I honestly think the payout should be even, uh, pretty close. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're to a point where obviously we, we don't want to exceed the other payouts. Um, right. But I think we've done enough side hustling to hopefully get a little more equitable and a little more enticing yeah for these cool. girls to get out and compete yeah um do you guys uh i know how all endurance athletes are and they sign up at the last minute but have we started getting registrations and stuff starting to trickle in at this point yeah we're about okay. twice what normally we are oh at that's this awesome point. yeah i think we're cruising around 80 for the whole series and then i think all of us have about 10 or so individually that's that's the great races, so. what's the cap at each race uh the number <sighs> roughly 400 ish at is each what race. We, yeah we just ordered race plates so mm-hmm. if uh if we get more than <laughs> 400 zip tying on some paper plates <laughs> exactly. and with your number drawn on yeah. it just go straight old school uh, like a race, kid yeah uh-huh. race number 601 on this, uh, <laughs> yeah you know piece uh, of you construction paper. figure that out if you have to yeah. that's awesome um okay let's do some fun random questions something i always do towards the end um i'm not sure how to do this with you three and then this is kind of an event based and not about you personally but uh since you got the mic right let's go into this let's do um what's your favorite piece of equipment you bought in the last year any price it doesn't matter just in the last 12 months um probably my roadrunner burrito supreme bag uh because i'm a big snack person uh-huh. uh, and it holds a lot of snacks and i'm a big raincoat person and okay. it holds uh either my full rain jacket or my little windbreaker okay so your quick follow-up to that what's your favorite snack oh on a ride tough. so snack or am i trying to like perform snack. my favorite snack screw performance we're not here for that uh, um anything probably uh chocolate related 
Um, Doesn't melt on you? No. Well, I was thinking more gas station stuff. Uh, you know, like when you stop. A staple mm-hmm. of the gravel ride is your gas station midway point. <laughs> What are you going to get? Mm-hmm. So uh, as far as snacks I take with me, my favorite are like these blueberry fig things I get from Sam's. I don't even know okay. what they're called. Okay. Uh, I had them at my races at the H station, but uh, they're my favorite. You get like 200 calories. Tastes okay. good. Nice. Almost like a pastry. Right. John, favorite piece of equipment you bought in the past 12 months? Wow. Coming on the heels of Ray, this is going to sound terribly pretentious, <laughs> but... I, I bought an Epic, a specialized <laughs> Epic, and specialized. It's, it's specialized. Well, I wasn't going to say that like it's a an S-works, specialized but it's owner, an S-works. Uh-huh. and it's not even a gravel bike, but it's awesome for gravel. Um, Colorado, Arkansas. I mean, it's it's as light as a gravel bike, so and it has a dropper post. I love the thing. It's my it's my toy. It's my. Okay. What's your favorite snack? I like payday candy bars. Um, Man, I haven't had a payday in forever. I also like a gravel ride uh, where I can stop and have a beer somewhere in there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mean like Pabst at a gas station, but if there's a nice craft brewery on the way, I'm, uh-huh. I'm all over that. So. Mm-hmm. In true gravel tradition. Uh huh. All right, you're up. Let's see it. What's uh, what's your favorite piece of equipment in the last 12 months? Uh, the last 12 months... Um, man, I don't know. I think mine is probably, I've had my bike for over a year, so I can't Mm. really. That's um, tough. Well, when did you buy it? When did I buy it? Like, has it been close to a year? We'll let it slip if it does. No, it's probably been. I mean, yeah, it's it's been a year and a half. Okay. Ugh. No. What's your favorite piece of gravel equipment? That uh, favorite gravel equipment. I mean, everyone talks about it. It's probably tires. Oh, okay. What tires you run? So probably my favorite would be probably the thirty-eight uh, Pathfinder. It's probably the probably the fastest tire really on pavement. On gravel, you run inserts. Uh, I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, so what pressure do you run? Um, did it change when you put the inserts in? Let me ask that too. Yeah, you can go lower mm-hmm. with uh, with the inserts. Um, so I'm probably right around 30 psi. Okay. And how much do you weigh? No, oh, I can't. When tell you're you in, that. when you're in, we'll go when you're in <laughs> no. shape. Uh huh. No, so I'm uh, 185ish. Okay. Gotcha. Just give people an idea. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I can do upper twenties on the front to thirty to thirty-five in the back. Oh, okay. Usually, nice. Um, all right, let's uh, go back around this one. What's your favorite event you've ever done on gravel? Since this is gravel themed or um, off-road, just no roady stuff. Favorite mm-hmm. event? Honestly, I think it's probably the G three series. Good um, answer. Good answer. Yeah. So I. I finally was able to do Mid-South this year. Um, I've been trying for a couple of years in the trainee, and um, I grew up in Guthrie. Mm, That's where I graduated. So I know how those roads get when Mm -hmm. they are wet, Mm -hmm. and I'm just not going to do Mid-South when it's wet. Uh, I agree. It's just nasty. Mm -hmm. Um, But G3 is probably 
I don't know. I just enjoy. And for me, it's some nostalgia. A um, mm. couple of the races, we went by my grandparents' house. Oh, that's cool. Um, I've ridden a lot <laughs> of the roads or driven a lot of the yeah. roads as a kid. Uh, so that's probably just my favorite event. I mean, not to pump you guys up, but I have heard that numerous times from people. Um, so you two new guys got a lot to live up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John, what's yours? What's your uh, favorite event? Well, uh, first I want to thank Nick for just stealing my opportunity to kiss up to the boss. Uh, that wasn't very nice. But now, uh, this past June, uh, some friends and I and my wife went up to Sheridan, Wyoming, and did a gravel race called the Dead Swede. Huh. Uh, it was a hundo. Uh, it originally had almost 10,000 feet of climbing in the course, but they had to cut about three out. Darn the luck. Um, on race day because there was two feet of snow oh my up on the passes. Uh, but still, 7,000 feet, 102 miles, gorgeous scenery, uh, great friends. We had a blast. We're, we're going back next year. We're yeah. going to be making plans. So that sounds super cool. It was cool. Yeah. All right. What's yours? Um, honestly, I don't know that I have one other than like basically all like kind of grassroots stuff around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned native lands which will should be kind of maybe similar to the the fat tires and the i love riding that area it's it's beautiful he kind of undersold it um (laughs) there's there's one in arkansas this weekend something endurance of event but most of it's in oklahoma so you start in like shiloh okay uh it's one of my favorites it's got a lot of road on it um of course rule of three just basically any of these DIY in this region type stuff. I just, I'm a big fan of here. That's kind of why I do what I do. So to tie this in and kind of wrap this thing up with your events, um, one piece of advice for someone coming to, and we'll go to your events specifically if we want to do it that way. Um, But for Guthrie, for someone who's never ridden in the Guthrie area, maybe somebody's coming down from Tulsa or it's a new gravel rider or something like that. What's a piece of advice you would give them for coming to your event that uh, would be a good rule of thumb for them? Uh, carve out a week to come to Guthrie bike night and uh, Great get idea. to know everyone. And and that's on Thursday nights. Thursday nights. Six o'clock. I think they moved it maybe to seven ish. Okay. Now, seven. Okay. Just because of the heat, but it'll okay. probably go back to six. Yeah. Uh, you, it's it's there's not a competitive well sometimes david hosts a faster ride and sometimes he doesn't just depends on who shows up but um yeah come get to know everyone down there is amazing everyone i work with in the city uh trey at hoboken it starts right on his porch Mm -hmm. which is a cycling hub for yeah i would agree with that that i've done that ride a handful of times and it is so incredibly fun yeah you get to bring your own beer it's a byob stop in the middle of the ride and drink um and it's fun and everybody's so nice and to me there's not a, any kind of intimidation factor there no. should be no barrier there to keep you from coming no and every bike in existence is there uh, yeah there's like a and every clothing option and everything 70 year old woman on an old gary fisher full <laughs> suspension that will rip your legs off <laughs> that's awesome yeah so it's there's all kinds of riders and it's just kind of a must do and then yeah. you come there and then you come race okay so that's what you have to do before the the final final race you have to make a stop at the guthrie bike night yeah on thursdays all right john what's yours what's your one piece of advice for someone coming to your event bring your climbing legs and come well hydrated mm. 
September uh, 17th, it's still going to be fairly warm. It's going to be toasty. So, <laughs> Is there going to be one stop, aid station? Right now, the plan is one. Okay, one. Um, so be prepared for a long day with only one stop. Right. Okay, cool. All right, Nick, let's hear it. What's your uh, one piece of advice for a new rider? Um, man, one piece of advice is probably uh, just, mm, I don't know. It's a t- would it's, it be an, would it be equipment related, or would um, it be hydration related? I think I think a lot of it is just uh, not really even equipment. You just gotta stay focused, but not like it's not a serious type sport. Yeah, yeah. Gravel's about having fun. It's about it taking is. pictures, enjoying it, making new friends. Yeah, like, and I think the whole vibe. Palhuska, I think. Uh, the cameras the gopros like i think people are going to want to stop and probably take a few pictures take it in because it's going to be a lot of a lot of scenery that you're typically not going to see mm-hmm. on in just a car driving down the road right so yeah so maybe that's a maybe that's something we can do maybe i can come up with an idea of like tagging at each race like tag a picture at um, and kind of have like a best picture contest. Heck, maybe I could kick something in to support that. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. That way it gets people into the right mindset of like, I'm at the back. I can take pictures and at least like still win something or well, have something or be fun. Yeah. And I think that's part of being new to gravel is it's not, a, it's not serious. So mm-hmm. it's like, just go out and ride, have fun, enjoy the scenery. Cause that's most of it. Um, that's one reason I started riding because gravel roads takes me to scenery that I don't always see. A hundred percent. You know, you ride the same paved roads over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I rode uh, a new route last weekend in Blanchard. I'd never ridden out there in my life. I'd never been in that part of Blanchard. Like I've kind of driven like through the edge of Blanchard and it was completely different between there and where we rode through Tuttle. Like the landscape changed so much and it's only like i mean probably like 10 miles away straight away but the landscape was different the pastures were different the trees were different and it's roads you would never see we saw snakes and many donkeys and horses and cows and this is what gravel is all about yep yes and up there i guess we're gonna see wild mustangs and buffalo there maybe could be buffalo Mm -hmm. Um, okay you might actually have to go through the tall grass prairie to see that okay i don't know if they have any on the ranch okay so all kinds of fun things to see yep uh all right guys so we got the first the price increase is august 18th so sign up for all three before then um for 45 dollars. after that um the all three goes away is that correct yes. and then it's each individual race and the, the first one goes up um starting that day um so tecumseh september 17th pahuska's october 15th guthrie's november 5th mm-hmm. okay um anything else you guys want to add to this yeah john let's do it I just want to thank a few people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ray kind of did this, but uh, we all have different partners, uh, mm-hmm. businesses involved in these races. Uh, Lazy Circles mm. Brewing in Norman is our adult beverage. Swanson does a lot of great Swanson things for the cycling community. Awesome, um, great guy, great well, beer. Let's not get carried away. He does a lot of nice. <laughs> I won't things. tell him you said that. <laughs> hopefully, he doesn't listen. Uh, but uh, Buchanan Bikes, uh, they've donated swag they're going to do on-site mechanical and for anybody that doesn't know buchanan's is different 
uh, different ownership now. So it is. they need to stop by and see John. He's a dirt guy and right. he loves everything about it and supports a lot. So stop right. by and see them right. for sure. Right. Um, and of course, uh, this guy, Ryan Ellis is, <laughs> is donating a fitting. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I want people to know that we're not just about the, the race prize money. Uh, we're going to have prize giveaways and things. And this year we're as much about, uh, the party bus and, and the, the short course riders, as we Shocking are about that the someone that's involved with team warm up would be about the party. Yeah, team. <laughs> team think about uh, like Thanksgiving dinner with all your your drunken and obnoxious relatives, and well, that's team warm up. That's, that's a, man. That should be the. They're mo- my that, family, but they're like a dysfunchional family. That is yeah. spot on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and of course Marcus Smith, and also uh, want to thank Chad at Capital Co op. He. Got us some stuff from scratch. and Cool. If I'm forgetting anybody, just kick in. But a lot of great people in this community that we're working with. Yeah. that's We kind of kidded around about that a little bit. But I, it's, it's people have never put an event on, have zero concept of how much goes on behind the scenes to, to make people go right around the countryside for a couple hours, like enjoyable and easy and them not to notice anything. But thank you guys for putting this stuff on because there is zero chance I would ever put an event on because it is very mindlessly like not thought no thanks comes to your direction. And so I wanted for all the riders, I want to say thank you guys so much for all the hours you're putting in and all the sponsors that you round up because just rounding up sponsors to make something work is a full time gig. So thank you guys from all the riders for putting in on the uh, unthankful hours into this situation. So yeah, I wanted to thank them both publicly yeah um like i said i went on a time crunch but i put out the bat signal <laughs> and i wanted new newer ish promoters and i wanted racers um to kind of answer it and help me dial in a better race part um i think it's super cool both these guys said yes both these guys busted their ass i know you got some help too and you have help but mm-hmm. um yeah, they've been amazing. I mean, the G3 series, everyone that's done it has really enjoyed it and the grassroots of it, everybody's loved it. But now that it's around different parts of the state, it's just going to bring on so many new people. And I mean, I think it's a phenomenal series and event. I mean, I just, there's nothing negative you could say about this thing. So I think what you three guys are doing is pretty, pretty freaking cool. So thank you guys for, for doing this. Yeah. So I Thanks appreciate for it. Us on Absolutely. Notice, man. That was yeah. awesome. Thanks guys.